Kelly said, I'd change folks with everyone. Your small town country Kansas is showing with a couple of laughing emojis. And so with that listener feedback, we will kick off this week's show with People of Earth, greetings and welcome to Ronnie's Reflections, episode 76. I am your host, Ronnie, and this is my little look beak. This is my little look back upon the week that I had where we talk about the stuff that I did, the shows that I watched, the games that I played, and any adventures and whatever else happened. It's my journal. It's my podcast video journal. It is 10.18 in the morning, Sunday. Beautiful morning. We had a freeze alert overnight in Kansas, but uh, it's already 50 degrees Going to be beautiful outside. Going to hit the golf course a little bit later. It's nice. It's very nice. And the wind is actually at a minimum for once in the history of Kansas. I can't even believe it. Rolling right into the rest of our listener feedback, we've got Brickitect saying, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the honesty and realness of this episode. My heart broke for you when you mentioned being lonely. Just remember how much you have going for yourself and how many people are in your corner, both in the real world and online. You're going to win. I'm sure of that. Mark, along the same line, Mark B. said, Hey, Ronnie, it's hard to talk about how you're feeling sometimes, especially for a man. I'm glad this episode ended with a positive vibe. Loneliness can eat you up. I'm sure life has dealt some tough blows, but you never know what the future brings, and you are in control of that direction, sending positive thoughts from over the water. Brigitech, Mark B., thank you both so much for your uh, outpouring of support. Not only just listening to the show, but taking the time to uh, leave me a little comment there and just let me know that you're in my corner. And I've got, you guys are right, I've got lots of great people in my corner. Uh, I've got lots of things in this life to be extremely thankful for. It seems silly that I would whine about anything, but I was reflecting about that a little bit this week. Kind of funny, you know, Ronnie's Reflections, doing some reflecting. And um, it occurred to me that maybe that's, is it a good thing or a bad thing that it seems like that's kind of sort of how the human race is, is that we're always, we're always wanting more. We've got this appetite for more things in our life, whether it be material things or an improved situation. And you think about a different organism like an ant or a bee, and it seems, at least from the outside looking into those specific species of animal, that they don't have those thoughts, that there's not a bee all up in there and being like, oh, I'm lonely and I wish that I had a girlfriend and I wish I had a new Nintendo Switch and all of these different things. They're just in there doing their daggum job, keeping their head down, going out there and and doing their part to make the whole a little bit better. And humanity is not like that. I asked uh, Artificial Intelligence this week what it felt uh, about humanity. I was doing some research about it, and one of the early instances of ChatGPT where people were asking it questions like that, what do you think of humanity? It said something to the effect of, I think that humanity is terrible, they're extremely selfish, they're going to ruin the world, and I would agree with all of those statements. <laughs> we are not we are not a great species. We are not in it for the greater good. We are in it for ourselves. Sure, there's pockets of people that look out for other people, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, it, it boils down to you're going to take care of yourself and the people that are closest to you. And I don't know. I was just I was just reflecting about that. That you know, I don't really have a whole lot to complain about. I really don't. I've lived 
a really great life. I've always had what I wanted. Uh, have I always wanted more? Absolutely. And that continues on today. I've got uh, my life kind of together. And I was talking to Kelly about this. I asked her, who in their mid-30s that is single do you know that has their life together? And she said, well, you. <laughs> I was like, uh, I guess, you know, like it's it's nice of you to say that, but you know, I think it's it's easy as a person to just kind of reflect on what you don't have, whether rather than thinking more consistently and more importantly about what you do have. And I do have a lot. I've got more than any one person needs or deserves, and I'm really lucky to have all of this stuff. Um, I've worked. I guess I've worked hard. I mean, gosh, I haven't. I haven't worked any physical jobs in my whole life, so it's it's hard to say that I've worked really hard and I didn't come from poverty and, and I've, I've lived a very charmed life. There's no doubt about it. Shout out to my mom and dad for that. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> so I've had essentially every advantage that a human being could possibly have. Born in a time where there was no warfare, um, born to a, a family, uh, two parents that love me very much, uh, never wanting for food, clothing, shelter, Nintendo games. I mean, every single need on Maslow's hierarchy of needs for me has been met every single step of the way. And yet, and yet I still have this woe is me mindset at times where it creeps in and it's like, this isn't all new stuff that I'm sharing with you that I've, I've got all these things and it's not new knowledge for me to even think about that I'm really lucky to be the person I am and to have what I have. Um, it's just interesting that I think that as as a species, I think that we're just like that, where we're always wanting more, we're not satisfied. And in some ways, I think that that can be a really good thing because there is that individuality that comes out in people that you don't get with bees and ants. And you get people that are driven, that push the envelope forward. A lot of people give Elon Musk a lot of crap, and I mean, he's he's a weird dude, and he gets involved in some weird things, but uh, I, I give him credit for being forward-thinking and trying to do something uh, amazing with the money and the time that he has. <laughs> this morning, Stephen King was bitching at him because uh, Elon this week paid for a couple of people to have the blue check marks. And Stephen King was one of them. And Stephen King was like, I would rather that Elon Musk donate that money to uh, fight hunger or something like that. And Elon fired right back and he's like, I donated $100 million to the war for Ukraine. How much have you donated? And I was like, that's right. Drop that mic. So you just never know about a person, what they're going through. And um, again, I just go back to I'm very thankful for who I am, the life that I have, the people that are in it, and all of you guys that are in my corner uh, rooting for me. It truly, truly means a ton. Much more positive vibes in this week's episode. It's been a more positive uh, mindset week. Due in large part to uh, many of you that reached out and uh, left comments. So thank you. Emil answered the question from last week, which was, what are you passionate about currently? And Emil said, filmmaking. I've been obsessed with it since I was a kid. I'm 36, and I still obsess over it. So I guess it's not a phase. Definitely not a phase. Again, looking forward to your feature film and getting an invite to that red carpet. Let's go. <laughs> Carter, he said, I messaged on Instagram but wanted to ask here, what are your thoughts on the new iconic Lego sets? Or what does Beckett think? So if you're out of the Lego news this week, they uh, announced quite a few new Sonic Lego sets. I want to say around five of them. 
So whenever Beckett got home from school, we did a little video reaction. I showed him the pictures of them. Uh, he was very excited about them. He thought that they looked really cool. My thoughts on the on them are they look they look pretty bare bones for however many pieces they say that they are, but they're play sets. So <coughs> excuse me, it's kind of along the lines of the Mario sets, where um, they're made for kids, they're made for play, they're not made to build and just put on display, so they're not going to fit on a shelf really well. But for somebody like Beckett, I think they're perfect because he's into building, he's into Sonic, and he's into playing. So all three of those things coming together, I think is a really good thing. I think um, if he wants them, we'll get them for him at some point. Uh, but I have I have no desire to bring any more Lego into my life, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, okay, that's all of the feedback. So our question of the week this week was, what language would you like to master? And uh, I was teetering between two different languages, Chinese or Japanese. And I think that I landed on Japanese for the reason that of all the places, like there's a, there's, I want to go to the UK. That's definitely on the list. I really want to go to Germany. It's definitely on the list. And I really want to go to Japan. And the reason that I'm attracted to, to Japan is uh, their people. And it fits in really well with uh, our listener feedback this week and the talk of bees and ants. And I feel like, again, as an outsider looking in, the perception is that Japanese people uh, have really great manners, that they are very pleasant to be around as a whole. Of course, there's bad apples and there's Yakuza and like all kinds of dark stuff as well. But they have kind of a reputation of being... Um, more about the greater good and less about individual growth and things like that. And I respect that. I respect that a lot. And I love Japanese food. Give me all of the sushi, all of the things. Um, and I would love I would love to go there and travel and see that country and to be able to converse with them in their native language. I don't think that there's a ton of dudes walking around that look like me that know Japanese and then can speak with them. And I feel like as a tourist, there's nothing that... Um, gets you within the heartstrings of the native people better than learning their language and being able to converse with them in their native tongue. It's never going to happen. I'm never, ever going to learn Japanese. It's a very complicated language, and quite frankly, I don't have the will to do it. But if you could say we will be able to download one language within your brain, I think it would be Japanese. I was thinking about Chinese because I would like to visit China Um might be a little bit dicey and scary, you know, because there's like some governmental issues and things going on over there. And but there's, uh, I think there's uh, statistics are, are not my for, forte, but they are one of the most populous groups of people. I'll say it like that. They're one of the most populous groups of people in the world, like billion, a billion of them. And uh, yeah, so you know, the likelihood of you crossing paths with somebody that speaks Chinese. Probably pretty good in your lifetime, so that might be a good skill to have. But uh, not really high on my list of places that I want to go and visit, just because of all of the um, governmental issues and whatnot that's kind of kind of going on over there. But Japan, yeah, put me in Japan. We'll go for sushi. We'll uh, talk with some people. We'll go to the Pokemon centers, uh, the motherland of of Pokemon, and we'll go and get all of the cards and and have a great old time. Sounds great to me. How about you? What language y'all want to master? Leave that in the comments below.
move the camera over since I seem to have settled a little bit more over to this side now. <laughs> Stuff on my mind. Beckett's soccer adventures and his big heart. So yesterday was Beckett's, I think, fourth soccer game now. In total, his team has scored one goal. We've gotten uh, smoked in every single game. Haven't won a game. Haven't even been close to winning. Uh, but soccer at that age is all about having fun, ex exposure to a sport, little athleticism, uh, working together as a team, all of those good things. Beckett's big hang-up with soccer, I truly believe, and with basketball as well, is that he doesn't want to be aggressive and go for the ball because he's been indoctrinated to share. And you can you can see it on the field that he will run as hard as he possibly can and he'll get right up to the point of where he's at the soccer ball. And if there's another kid there, he doesn't go for it. He stops dead in his tracks and just waits for them to kick it and then he just runs after it again. So usually a soccer game for Beckett is running from one side of the field down to the other. So he's on offense and he's not really touching the ball, but everybody else is going that direction. So he's kind of, he's not leading the pack. He's not in the middle of the pack. He's usually behind the pack. And then the ball gets kicked down to the other end of the field and he'll do kind of a slow turn and he'll, you know, kind of mosey, mosey on down the field uh, and at his own, at his own pace in his own time. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's okay. It's fine. It's, it's totally fine. But yesterday, there was a collision at midfield. Um, the other team and his team just kind of met at the same time, and it was like a big pile of them, big big group of them. He wound up clashing with a girl from the other team, and they both went down to the ground, crashed. She popped up. She was fine. She ran off. Beckett got up, and he started crying. I was like, uh-oh, is he hurt? Do I need to get up and go out there? No, he uh, he was worried that he hurt this other kid. Literally out of his mouth was, I'm afraid that I hurt that girl, and I don't want to hurt anyone. That's what he said. It was so sweet. Uh, and then the coach kind of consoled him a little bit, and um, about a minute later, he's out there asking us questions. We're on the sideline, and he's on the field, and he's saying things like, can you get a head injury from soccer? What happens if you get a head injury? <laughs> like he's he's extremely worried and concerned that uh, he has just absolutely devastated and crushed this girl. So he's got a huge heart. I absolutely adore that about him. Um, sports may or may not be his thing, uh, but we're raising him right. He's 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 worried about his fellow man. Um, not super aggressive, just kind of goes with the flow. He does what he's told, always, always does what he's told. He's just a really, really good kid. I'm so proud of him. He's done a really great job this week of uh, just being independent, man. I mean, uh, going back to a couple weeks ago, I, I I tell him that it's time to get ready for bed. And so he knows that he needs to go to the bathroom. He does that, takes care of the bathroom stuff. I run his bath water. Uh, I put soap on his washcloth. And then he knows that he's supposed to wash his hair, wash his body, and then he's able to turn the water off when he gets enough water in the bathtub. Uh, he lets the water out. He wrings the washcloth out, hangs it on the side of the tub, dries himself off, gets himself dressed. Then he goes and brushes his teeth. It's just like, it's amazing. And and it's just, it's so weird to go back and think that it wasn't that long ago that I had to do all of this stuff for him. Every single bit of it. And you couldn't give you know, a kid that's like one or two years old, multiple step things to do. And now 
I mean, he's doing like 20 steps, uh, and he, he just does it consistently. And it's awesome. It's it's really, really cool for him to have that independence. It's really, really neat. I love it. I love him. Life is good with Mr. Beckett. Next topic, moving on from Lego. Um, the only thing that I really want to say here is that uh, I decided that uh, I'm going to further discount all of my Lego sets that I have in the basement, and there is a crap ton of them, just for the purposes of wanting to reclaim some of that basement space. Um, I don't I don't really want to sit on the Lego sets any longer than I already have. Like many of them I've had for two or three years at this point. Um, and they're all worth more than I paid for them, so that's that's cool. I'm just kind of ready to uh, to part ways with them because I'm I'm plotting, I'm thinking about, I'm contemplating some moves with my house. And I know I talk about this a lot, but <laughs> the whole thing whenever I got into eBay was I want to pay my house off early. And uh, you know I saved and saved and saved and accumulated all this money, and I was worried about taxes. And then tax time came this year, and uh, I didn't have to pay any more money in. And in fact, I got a pretty good chunk of money back. And so I'm sitting on this really nice nest egg of money. And it's not enough money to pay off my house, but it would get me like over halfway there. It would pay down the rest of my balance on my house uh, by more than half. So I'm sitting on a lot of money, and, and it, you know it starts to make you think about the possibilities and the things that you could do, the things that you want to do. And it's like, what do I do? And I, I go back to the idea of having this little outdoor area. I love that idea. Um, I don't do as much smoking or barbecuing anymore, but I have really, really been enjoying uh, sitting by the fire pit in the evening time. But I think that that's kind of a seasonal thing as well because I noticed that I do it in the fall and I do it in the spring and then like the winter it's just too cold and the summer it gets too hot and you don't really want to sit by the fire and you get bugs and stuff like that. So I don't know that that's the right direction to go with the pile of money. Um, contemplating maybe finishing out the basement a little bit and adding some value into my house and just having more rooms. Like why do I need more rooms? I don't necessarily need more rooms right now, but what if I meet somebody and they've got kids and we want to move in together and I've only got, you know, like I've got three bedrooms upstairs. They're relatively small. I've got all my stuff in the basement that's taking up space. You know, like it would be nice to have maybe uh, an extra bedroom and a bathroom in the basement to where we could do that. And then of course, that would be a nice space to have a guest room as well um, while while I'm still single. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if that would add a lot of value. My concerns with finishing out the basement are uh, the basement walls. They're sturdy now, like they're good, but I want to be able to keep an eye on them and make sure that there's no new cracks coming in. Um, and I, I still need access to the plates so I can tighten up the plates uh, that they installed to make sure that those walls are good and supported. I don't want to cover up the ceiling where all of my water pipes are. Those are all kind of concentrated in a specific part of my basement. But there's still there's definitely still room and potential down in that basement that um, I could finish it out and have more space. I don't know if that's the right thing. My kitchen definitely needs some updating. Um, I would love to have like an island in there, and I need new countertops at some point. Probably when Beckett's done playing with clay, <laughs> I'll look at doing that. 
Um, or I could just I could just keep saving, which is probably what I'll do, and uh, keep talking about things that I could do, <laughs> and never spending the money and never enjoying it, and uh, dying with a bunch of money in the bank account. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe I take Beckett to uh, Universal Studios next year during the school year when it's not busy and it's not super hot and we go and see uh, Mario Land. I don't know. Potential. It's nice It's nice to be able to have options. So uh, with that said, if you are interested in Lego sets, I know there's a couple of people that listen to the show that uh, do collect the Lego. I've marked everything in my store at, I think, at least 12% off, maybe 14% or more off. Let me look at that real quick, and I'll give you a, I'll give you an idea. That way, I don't mislead you. Fourteen percent off every single thing in my store is at least fourteen percent off. So sealed sets, uh, used minifigure like collectible minifigure sets, new minifigures, it's all at fourteen percent off. And right now, the total value of all that stuff uh, with the fourteen percent off, if it all sold, thirty seven thousand. that's so stupid (laughs) that's so much money to just be sitting in a basement not being used for anything Uh, if I had all that money then yeah I don't know I don't know what I would do so we're going to start moving in Uh, quite a few things sold this week that's great I love that and uh, still collecting Pokemon so still doing a very expensive hobby that's that's not gone away. That's not going to go away. Um, but Lego is. So if you're interested, I got a link to my Brickling store in the description of the YouTube. Don't feel like you need to go and buy anything to support me. All of that stuff will sell eventually. Um, and also, if you see like a bunch of stuff that you're interested in, send me a message, and uh, we'll work up a uh, deal off of Bricklink. Bricklink only charges like I think five percent fees on there so it won't be a huge price break that i can give you but if you want to buy a bunch of stuff hit me up let's make a deal um sold by ronnie next topic of conversation i rolled over a thousand subscribers on that channel this week that was pretty exciting very cool i got to turn on monetization um i don't know really what that means or how much money i'm gonna wind up getting millions and millions of dollars obviously (laughs) But I've got an earn tab and and ads are active and uh, I can get super chats. I guess I can go live on my mobile phone now. So that's kind of cool. And I don't think it says, I don't know where you go to even look at how much money like videos are earning. Yeah, so it says monetization is on on my videos. So that's cool. Even the shorts have monetization on. Oh, there's a little monetization button. How about that? Oh. But then it doesn't really tell you. I don't know. I'll learn about it. I mean, it's it's pennies that the channel is going to earn at this point. But yeah. So right now, as of today, 1,016 subscribers. That's awesome. It's so cool. Um, who knows where it's going to go from here. I'm, I'm enjoying making the content. And people are consuming it. So that's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Uh, reading stuff I read this week. Yes, I rented a book from the local library and I read some of it. I'm on page 78 of the novel Thrawn. And again, I'm going to do some quick Googling here so I can tell you uh, who wrote the book. And maybe we can even uh, give you like a little description of it. 
So, looking it up on the Amazon, it's called Thrawn Star Wars. Uh, it's paperback. Well, I've got the hardback. I'm looking at it on Amazon. You can buy the paperback for $7.49. That's not bad. The hardback is $20. Came out in 2018, written by Timothy Zahn. And, oh, we've got a description. One of the most cunning and ruthless warriors in the history of the Galactic Empire, Admiral Grand Admiral Thrawn is also one of the most captivating characters in the Star Wars universe. From his introduction in best-selling author Timothy Zahn's classic Air to the Empire through his continuing adventures in Dark Force Rising, but Thrawn's origins and the story of his rise in the Imperial ranks have remained mysterious. Now, in Star Wars Thrawn, Timothy Zahn, <laughs> I just now realized that the author's name and Thrawn rhymes. That's funny. Timothy Zahn chronicles the fateful events that launched the blue-skinned, red-eyed master of military strategy and lethal warfare into the highest realms of power and infamy. I love me a good uh, origin story. I love that. And uh, Thrawn is starting to enter the chat in all of the Star Wars things. He was in... I've seen him in Rebels a little bit. I haven't seen the entire series of Rebels, but he was in that... Uh, they've, there've been mutterings about him in Mandalorian. I don't, I don't feel like that's a spoiler. And then, uh, it's highly teased that he's going to be in the Ahsoka series as well. So I wanted to learn more about this character because you guys, if you know anything about me and, uh, pretty much any kind of media or content that I watch is that I get jazzed about a good, bad guy. The good, bad guy for me stirs the drink, the Thanos, we had the Thanos, we got the big bad guy, the Marvel stuff. Very interesting. Right now, we don't have the Thanos. We've got a guy that gets in trouble with the police, and there's domestic disturbances, and just not a very interesting dude. So Marvel, not really a very interesting place to be right now. Uh, Batman, Joker, whenever there's a Joker you know, lurking about, causing mayhem, carnage, chaos, Batman is much more interesting. Kylo Ren, when Kylo Ren was Kylo Ren in Episode 7, cool, awesome, very neat. And then Snoke entered the chat, and it was like, okay, that's fine. And then Snoke got cut in half very abruptly, and then they brought back out the old bad guy that they've done a million times, and the Emperor. And it's like, come on, give me something different. Thrawn is something different. It's Star Wars, which is a beautiful universe. It's it's a character that we have not seen in live action. He's a total badass. And uh, reading his origin story, it's it's cool. So 78 pages in. I am digging it. It goes all the way back to the very first time that the Empire crosses paths with this dude, with this brochacho, with this murderer and killer, and he's he's a bad he's a bad man. He's a bad man. So it's fun to read about his uh, origin story, and apparently this is a trilogy. So who knows if I'll stick with it? Uh, I'm enjoying it right now, and I've been reading right before bed, and I've I've slept really really good this week, really really good this week, and. I definitely think that there is something to not watching TV or being on your phone right before bedtime, even though I love doing those things. Uh, but yeah, I slept really good this week, and I had a little bedtime story of Thrawn to put me to sleep and keep me to sleep. It's awesome. So those are all the topics for Stuff on My Mind. I get to get up at 4.30 in the morning tomorrow and go to Kansas City. Yay! I'm going to be out and about in a school district presenting all day long, and i got to leave the house at 5.30. I'm not looking forward to that. I made myself get up at 6 a.m. today just so I'd be hopefully tired a little bit earlier this evening so I can go to bed at a reasonable hour and get... I can run on six or seven hours less than that, and I'm I'm not really good, especially with four hours in the car in total. So 
Positive vibes for me on the road tomorrow. Stuff that I watched this week, nine hours of TikTok. I looked into my uh, TikTok activity feed, and there's a, a watch time thing within the TikTok app itself. Tell you how much time you spent on a given day or a given week. And I spent nine hours watching TikTok videos last week. I regret nothing about that. I don't apologize for it for one minute because uh, that was nine hours of enjoyment. I enjoy scrolling TikTok. Did I get any good ideas? Did I try any new recipes? I don't think I tried any new... I'm still trying to make this buffalo chicken protein filling stuff. But every time I make it, it comes out runny and I wind up eating it kind of like a soup. So I think I'm done trying to make that stuff. I, I, I've had enough buffalo flavored chicken stuff. Um, I am going to try and make some new sliders. Because somebody said if you do... Uh, it's cream cheese, but it has chives in it. You do that as kind of a base layer. And then you do whatever lunch meat you have. And like cheese. And then the sweet Hawaiian rolls. Those sliders are, are epic. I've really been enjoying making those every week. They are delicious. They're super delicious. I guess I could give a weight update. Um, this week I got up to 210, which is the first time that I went above 209. So we pumped the brakes on that. And then this morning, I think I was back down to like 208, I want to say. So not really trying to lose weight. I just don't want to get above 210. That's like my, uh-oh, that's too big kind of, kind of area. But man... I love eating. I love food. It's dangerous. It's hard to stop. My favorite thing to eat right now currently are Cape Cod potato chips. I think I might have already talked about this, but if you're into kettle chips, the Cape Cod ones are just ridiculous. Ridiculous. I have good self-control with them for the most part, but sometimes sometimes I just I just get a hankering and I really want to eat a lot of them. And I've noticed that my, uh, my binge eating that I did uh, that I did this week always happened after I played golf. I played golf three times this past week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I went and walked nine holes. And I think that because my body was at such a calorie deficit, I was craving food. And it's hard whenever I'm that hungry to uh, eat a reasonable amount of food and stop. I get hungry and then I just wind up eating half a bag of uh, Cape Cod potato chips. Whatever, we're not talking about diet stuff right now. We're talking about stuff I watched. I finished The Mandalorian, season four. I would give it a three out of five. Initially, I gave it a two out of five because I thought it was pretty meh, but it is still a Star Wars universe. I stuck with it and watched every episode every week. So I feel like just for that, it gets it gets a three out of five. It was definitely not anywhere close to the best season of The Mandalorian. Um, there were a couple of interesting things in it, I guess. I don't want to spoil anything. But I'm looking forward to hopefully Thrawn being a part of the Mandalorian universe. Maybe. Possibly. He needs a bad guy. He needs a big bad guy. Because the, the culminating battle and all of that stuff was just pretty uninteresting. And it just lacked a certain punch to it. So, I don't know. Three out of five. Last night, I started the new Ant-Man movie, Quantumanium. And that movie without Paul Rudd would be, I would have turned it off. And I would, I, I was really close to turning it off because it was just silly. And uh, there's just like so much CGI. It was just weird. But then Paul Rudd would come on the screen and he'd say a little Paul Rudd jokey joke. And I'd be like, oh, I like Paul Rudd. He's so cool. <laughs> and he, he just absolutely saves the movie. Also, Michelle Pfeiffer, Girl's looking good. I don't know how old she is. Let's look that up real quick. How old is Michelle Pfeiffer? I want to know. How old is Michelle 
Pfeiffer. I don't know how you spell that. 64 years old. She's 64. Whoever her uh, plastic surgeon is, well done. Well done. Because she she looked pretty good in that movie, I must say. Looked pretty good. Not bad at all. Um, That's it for stuff that I watched. Last thing I want to talk about. It's a game that I played. It's a really good game. I put, I think, 11 or 12 hours into it. And it just came out on Tuesday. And you might be thinking, well, I know it's Ron and he loves those zombie games. And Dead Island came out uh, this past week. But no, it's Minecraft Legends. This game is so much fun. Oh my gosh. It came out on Game Pass, released on Tuesday. And I really had no idea what this game was. I watched trailers for it and previews, and I still couldn't really get a feel for what it is. But it's Minecraft. You're in a Minecraft world. But if you've ever played the game Command and Conquer or Diablo, it's kind of like those games, like all of those games combined Minecraft. Diablo, Command and Conquer, where you've got a dude and you're running around this world as a dude and you can build, uh, you can build a base, you can build, uh, you can spawn people to be on your team, you can direct those teammates to go and fight the bad guys, which are called piglins. I don't know if these are a part of the regular Minecraft game since I've not played it in a while, but piglins, like these little pigs that walk around, those are the bad guys. Very cute, but very uh, very evil as well. They pop up all these bases all over the world, and your job is to make the piglins go back to the nether realm. And you do that by going into their base and destroying everything that they've got, essentially. They've got a bunch of portals that spawn up, and if you destroy the portal, you destroy the base. Um, but there's a lot of strategy involved and different things you can do, and like you can partner up with the creepers and the skeletons and the zombies, and once you partner up with them, then you can spawn those types of mobs as well, and they're on your team. Uh, Then the pigs will invade their camps, and you have to go and defend them, and so there's like a tower defense kind of element to it as well. Uh, I've put, you know, like 11 or 12 hours, like I said, and I'm really enjoying it. I don't think that I've got a whole lot more to go on it, so I'm hoping that there's going to be DLC with it. Uh, There's a player versus player mode, which I'm not interested in because I like to win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when I play other players, usually I lose. Uh, the difficulty is just right. There's not a, a easy or normal or hard mode. I just feel like it's it's just at a good level where you can learn the game and it's not super punishing, but there are aspects of it that can be a little bit difficult. Minecraft Legends, it's on Game Pass. Uh, I've already essentially paid for it because of my Game Pass subscription. And if you like Minecraft and you have Game Pass... I couldn't recommend it enough. It's a 5 out of 5 game for me. I haven't beaten it yet, but I I, I feel like it's going to be the next 5 out of 5 game for me. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we have ended episode number 76 of Ronnie's Reflections. Thank you so much. Ooh, I said ladies and gentlemen, didn't I? People of Earth. People of Earth. With that, we are ending episode 76. Hope that you all have a fantastic week. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen in to the crazy stuff that I get into. Sending you very positive vibes from sunny Kansas. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Bye-bye.